Are you wondering why business looks so easy to some, and yet it feels so tough to you some days? Today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about just that, about why achieving that first six figures looks so hard and why you're feeling like it's this tough uphill climb. But the thing is, is it doesn't have to be. There is a way to fast track your success, to easily get to six figures and beyond in a way that feels good to you, that gets you there so much sooner and gives you time and financial freedom on the way because nobody started their business to work more and make less than they did in their job. So if you want to learn how to get to six figures quickly and easily, how to do it in a way that feels good, then let's dive into today's episode and I'm going to show you just exactly how to do that. Are you over all that one size fits all and hustle culture bullshit that actually isn't getting you the results you truly desire in your business? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where we chat about all things mindset and business that actually help you make big money in your online business while working less hours. And who doesn't want that? I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, a successful six-figure business and mindset strategist and recovering type A overachiever who now enjoys doing things the easy way. I live the chill country life and have a passion for all things furry and cute. Join me each week as I share more than a decade of experience in the entrepreneurial world and how you too can make way more money while actually working less. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the podcast. And today we're going to dive into a topic that I hear from so many of my clients, prospective clients. Almost everybody asks me this question. Why is it so hard? Especially why is that first six figures so hard? And I know exactly what this feels like. It seems like when you're building your business to that first six figures, it just seems difficult. Like there's always these roadblocks being put in your way. There's always something going on to set you back. There's always something that's just making it feel so hard. And then you're looking out around you going, what well, looks so easy for that person? And it looks so easy for that other person. And the thing is, is that first six figures is the hardest. I know this from experience. That first six figures, when you're building your business, is when all the shit is going to come up. All your personal shit, all the mindset shit, all the things around your knowledge and business knowledge and building a business, all of that stuff is going to come up in that first six figures. Once you get to six figures and beyond, You've built a solid foundation for your business. You've got a lot of those key things dialed in, fixed up, and ready to go so that they're no longer an issue. And today we're going to dive in and share how you can help make that first six figures so much easier. What exactly is causing it to be such a struggle and how you can start turning it around. And so the first thing that really comes up in that first six figures, especially for women entrepreneurs that is holding them back, is limiting beliefs. We all have them. Seven-figure entrepreneurs have them. But there's a big difference between the ones you have and the ones they have. So the big thing is, is on the start of your entrepreneurial journey, that's when the big shit comes up. That's when all those years of 
trauma and negative thoughts and people saying, you can't do this, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, rich people are evil, all that stuff you've had programmed into you throughout your entire life, all those limiting beliefs, this is when they come up. Because if you're not stepping out of your comfort zone in a big way up until now, you have no reason for those things to come up. You're just living your life status quo. Things are going along. There's nothing big and scary and new coming up. So those limiting beliefs just stay tucked in there and quiet. But as soon as you step into starting a business, that's new, that's scary, and the mind just goes into overboard. Because again, our mind is wired to keep us safe. That is our mind's number one job. I will say it now and you will hear me say it over and over and over again in many, many episodes. Our brain is wired to keep us safe. So starting a new business, looking for clients, putting ourselves out there, getting on live cameras, doing social media, all that and more is scary as hell. Our mind is going, oh my God, what is this crazy woman doing? Does she not know that this is scary and not good? And then the mind, as soon as it gets into that scarcity and that scary moment, it is going to do everything it can to stop you. And that's why it feels hard. That's why you procrastinate. That's why you have perfectionism. Those are just your brain's way of preventing you from doing the scary stuff. So next time you go to get on social media and you're just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, oh, why is it feeling so tough? Why am I scared? Why am I nervous? Why am I you know, flubbing my words? That is all your brain's way of keeping you safe. And these are all tied to limiting beliefs. So just briefly, for those who don't understand what limiting beliefs are, those are programs that we've picked up throughout our lifetime and they help tell us who we are, what we believe about ourselves, and most importantly, those limiting beliefs tell us what we can and can't do. So as long as we have a limiting belief around something in our business, our mind is going to prevent us from doing that said thing. So one of the most common ones I see among women is fear of visibility. For myself, that feeling of safety came with early puberty, and I see this with so many women. Women who are over-sexualized in their teens, especially in their early teens or preteens, create this uncomfortable feeling of not wanting to be seen. So for myself, I hit puberty at the age of 10, like super young. And during puberty, I grew to about a double D, triple D chest size by the age of 12 years old. So here I am in elementary school because the school I went to was K to seven and then eight to 12 for high school. We had no middle school. So here I am at 12 years old in elementary school. And I remember this clear as day. And that's the thing about limiting beliefs is sometimes they are so clear in our mind that we just can keep going back to them. But don't let that fool you either. So many of my clients and me myself, a lot of my limiting beliefs are unconscious because that's where they're being held. So just because you don't remember something happened to you that you would think would cause, say, fear of visibility or another limiting belief doesn't mean it didn't happen. Sometimes our mind just hides it in the subconscious and doesn't like to share that moment. So for me, I, because I developed at a young age, because I had such large breasts at such a young age, I remember 
we used to do the reading buddy program. So it was always that the kids in the older um, class grades would read to the younger class grades. And we did this once a week. And I remember clear as day, here I am at 12 years old, reading to this young grade one boy. And I'm reading and all of a sudden this kid looks at me and he just made the comment innocently, like this kid is six years old. He doesn't have cause and effect thinking. He doesn't have more advanced thought processes like adults do or like older children do. But he looked at me and he goes, your boobs are bigger than my mom's. And I was mortified in that moment because I already knew I was different than all the other girls in my class. I was the only one that had hit puberty. I was the only one with a big chest. I was the tallest girl in my class. Like I stood out and I wasn't comfortable standing out at that time. And so when this young boy made that comment, I just became so uncomfortable. And it was that moment on that I literally started to hide my body. I was scared and afraid of having a feminine body and the attention I was getting from it at such a young age. So throughout high school, I literally lived in jeans and oversized baggy men's t-shirts. That was my go-to. I was a tomboy. I acted like a boy. I tried playing down that I was a girl. I didn't do anything to make me feel girly. Well, I guess there were some things I did, but really it was about hiding my body. And it was because I was uncomfortable. So then fast forward into my 20s and my mid-20s when I started my first company and my first business, I worked on getting a lot of speaking gigs because back in the day, this was like 15 years ago, there wasn't a big presence on the internet like there is today. So you still had to go out and build your business the old-fashioned way by talking to people in person, by doing in-person conferences. So I was going out and doing these conferences and I was finding that I was getting so scared. I did a ton of public speaking when I was younger, but it was in a different capacity and it was in a way that it wasn't about me. And now I'm getting up on stage and I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm feeling like all these eyes are on me. I was working, my business was in a male dominated field. So I would literally be one of maybe one or 2% of females in the room. And that fear just started popping up and it was like, oh my God, I can't do this. Who am I to be talking about this? I can't get on that stage. I can't go talk to these business owners because there was that fear of visibility. And I see this in so many women as well, where they were over-sexualized or um, a lot of women who grew up in abusive households learned at a very young age it wasn't safe to be visible. Just like a client of mine, I shared it on the last episode, how because she was abused at a young age, she literally would get physically ill while getting on camera. And this shows up all the time. So as long as we have these limiting beliefs and these programs going on in our mind that's saying, oh, you can't get on camera because it's not safe. Oh, you can't be visible because it's not safe. We're literally going to sabotage yourself. And that's what happens. And it's more than just fear of visibility. It's that imposter syndrome. This is another one I hear from so many women. Who am I to be teaching this? There's women with so many more credentials and knowledge and years of experience. And the thing is, yes, there's always going to be competition out there. There's competition in every industry, every business. But the thing is, is that person is not you. Every single one of us brings something unique to the table, different experiences, different trainings, different life experiences. The people who resonate with 
the person you would consider your competitor, though I don't see people as competitors. Yes, there's others in your industry, but I don't believe in competition. But there are people that are going to resonate with someone else who does exactly what you do. And then there's going to be people that resonate with you because of you, your life story, your experiences. They just connect more with you. So the thing is, is you need to remember that, that just because there's others out there, just because that person's more educated, all of those things doesn't mean people aren't going to hire you. So these limiting beliefs are literally just bullshit stories that your mind is telling you to keep you where you are, to keep you from going out and truly living your dreams. And these really show up during that first six figures. And there's layers and multiple, multiple limiting beliefs going on in there. And if you don't address these, one, it's going to completely stop you from going out and truly creating that six-figure-plus business. Most women that have these limiting beliefs end up giving up on their business. That's why there's such a high failure rate. It's not always to do with the strategy and not knowing enough. It's a matter of your mind talking you out of it and you feeling like you can't do it because of X, Y, Z, so you give up. So if you don't want to give up on your business, if you actually want to hit six figures and beyonds, you need to focus on your mindset. It is the foundation to your business. When you have that like nailed down, when you've worked through those limiting beliefs, they don't get in your way anymore. If you don't have imposter syndrome, you're just going to show up. You're going to share your knowledge. You're going to do whatever it takes to be visible in your business. If you're not afraid of failure, you're going to go out there and you're going to fail and you're going to learn and you're going to keep growing until you are successful. So if you want a successful six-figure business, you can't just focus on the strategy. You have to put just as much focus into the mindset. And when you do, getting to six figures and beyond gets to be a whole lot easier because you're getting your mind to work with you rather than against you. And then let's dive into the second part of why the first six figures is hardest. We talked about the most important, the mindset, but I also mentioned strategy, and that is the next part of the equation. Once we have that mindset dialed in, then we have to focus on the strategy as well. And the thing is, is most of us go into business not having a background in business. Myself, I have a degree in business with a major in finance, so I... Like I did have that strategy. I did have a background in business, but having a degree in business does not always easily translate into actually running a business. They are very, very different. So even if you have a business background, starting your own business can be its own big issue. It can be its own cup of tea. So that is the other part of why six figures is hardest is trying to figure out that strategy. And the biggest thing I see is people are trying to mimic what others are doing out there. They're seeing that all these big, successful six and seven figure earners, oh, well, they're going and they're doing reels all the time and they're talking about this and they're talking about that. So if I just you know follow their strategy and do what they're doing, I'll be successful. But it doesn't work that way because, again, we're all unique individuals. What works for one person might not work for another for one, you may hate video, like literally loathe video are like, why am I doing this? Why, why do I have to do this? But you're forcing yourself to do it. And it comes across that way. People can feel that energy. Or you're doing a strategy, you've taken a course and someone says, you have to do Facebook ads to be successful. Or 
You have to cold DM people to get leads. And the thing is, is that is bullshit. The thing with business strategies and the thing I want you to remember and take the most from this part of it is that there is no such thing as one size fits all business strategies. Business strategies, what works for you is uniquely tailored to you, nobody else. And that's the thing with business is it's a bit of trial and error. So even if you get mentorship, even if you take courses, even if you do programs, read books, whatever it is, it's still trying to figure out how to make it work for you. Because again, your unique, your strengths, your weaknesses, all of those are unique and we need to figure that out. And it takes time. That first six figures is all about figuring out what works for you. So I tell my clients to make this a lot easier, start focusing on what your strengths are. Stop focusing on what everybody else around you is doing. Stop focusing on what your mentors are doing, what your competitors are doing, what other people you follow on social media are doing. Stop following them, stop looking at it, and start asking yourself, what do I want to do? If you absolutely hate doing videos, why are you doing videos? And I know a lot of coaches out there that say, oh, but you have to to have visibility. The answer is no, you don't. I know some amazing coaches, service providers, consultants that are actually doing nothing but written content and they are killing it because their ideal clients probably aren't big on video either. So they love to read and they're reading their big long articles. They're getting themselves into medium. They're getting themselves into big name media sources and they're getting that visibility in a way that feels good to them. Me, I love being on video. Once I removed that fear of visibility, video was like something I love. This podcast, doing voice, is something I love. And so for me, this is easy and fun. But if you're listening to the podcast going, oh, I absolutely love listening to podcasts, but there's no way I could do this for myself, that's okay. You don't have to have a podcast to be successful. You don't have to be on Instagram to be successful. You don't have to have a YouTube channel to be successful. It is all about taking your unique strengths and finding a way to express those and get them out in front of your ideal client. This doesn't mean you can't do any marketing or any social media or any promotion. That is totally wrong. But it's about understanding how to market yourself in a way that feels good to you. Because when it feels good to you, you're actually going to do it. When it doesn't, you're going to procrastinate. You're going to put it off. You're not going to show up. You're not going to be visible. So when it comes to business strategy, start doing things that feel good. Finding mentors that help you find a way that feels good. I can say that's one thing that sets me apart from some of the mentors and many of the mentors out there is that I'm all about helping you be the best version of you. I'm helping you remove those mindset blocks so that you can show up as your best self, but then in the strategy, it's taking your strengths and showing that to the world. If you're an amazing writer, we're going to get you out there. We're going to get you writing. If you love being on video like I do, we're going to get you doing video. We're going to get you in front of those ideal clients. We're going to get you selling in a way that doesn't feel like selling. And you're going to be bringing in clients left, right, and center. They're going to feel your energy. They're going to love what you're talking about. And they're going to be like, I have to work with that person. Oh my God, they are speaking my language. They are speaking to my soul. I have to work with them. And that's what we want to do. But it's all about 
you. It's all about learning what works, learning what doesn't work, and building a plan around your strengths. Because if it's not custom designed to you, you're never going to do it and it's never going to work. If you've been following lots of mentors, lots of people online, lots of people in the business space, you're probably like, oh, but Jen, which one do I follow? Who do I listen to? You know, there's all this conflicting advice out there. How do I know which one is going to work for me? And the thing is, is once you find someone you resonate, once you find someone that speaks to you and feels good and the strategies they're talking about sound good to you and you're like, I can do that, follow that person and stop listening to the others. That's where a lot of us get mixed up. And this is where I made a mistake because I was following so many people at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. I was following all these different coaches, business coaches, mindset coaches, all these different people, and they all had this conflicting belief. And so I was trying to take all of this information. At first, I was trying to do it all because overachiever here, well, recovering overachiever here. But I thought, oh my God, I have to do this all. If this person's doing this and then this person's doing this, if I combine all of it, then I'm going to be even more successful. But can we talk about overwhelm, overwork, and not fun? So instead, you need to find one or two mentors in different areas like that share different things that you really do resonate. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's somebody else. Whoever it is, start listening to their stuff. Start implementing the stuff they suggest and seeing what happens. Doesn't mean you have to do this forever, but take things that they're suggesting. Take their free advice and just start putting it into place and seeing how it feels. And as you're implementing their free stuff and it's feeling good and you're getting some results, then keep going on with them. Same with mentors. Don't be hiring four, five, six different mentors at once because you're just going to get conflicting belief. You're just going to start feeling overwhelmed and then you're not going to want to do the work. So find one person you resonate, work with that one person, even better if you hire that person because the biggest way, the fastest way to get to six figures and beyond is with a mentor. Mentorship truly transformed my business. My first business, I thought I had to do it all on my own. I thought because I had a business degree, because online coaching and the coaching space itself wasn't big back in the day when I started my business, I did it all on my own. And it was hard. But the second time around, I got mentors right from the start, business mentors, mindset mentors. Um, I got other people to show me the path. Doesn't mean I hired them all at once, but I have always had a mentor by my side showing me what I needed to do along the way. And those mentors, they made the journey to six figures and beyond that much quicker, that much easier, and that much more enjoyable. Because the thing is, is we can try and figure it out on our own. I did that. It was tough. It was hard. It was like an uphill climb constantly in my business. Or we can have our mentors help show us a proven path designed just for us. And when we do that, it just feels, it goes from pushing a boulder uphill to walking a nice, easy path You know that we're enjoying. It gets to be easier. But the thing is, is we need to look for the help. We need to ask for the help. And we need to get over this idea of we have to do it ourselves. And this whole idea of, oh, I'll get help when I'm making money. That is backwards thinking if I can say so. And I, I did that in my first business. Oh, I'll, I'll get help. I'll get support. I'll hire staff once I'm successful. And I hear this all the time. But the thing is, is if you want to be successful, you need to hire the help. It's backwards. 
Because to get there, you need someone to show you how to get there. You may be able to do it on your own. You may be able to work your butt off and read the books and take some cheap courses and, you know, clamor your way through it all and eventually get success. But how long is that going to take you? How much effort is that going to take you? How exhausted are you going to be? So just know that there is a quicker and easier path to success, to six figures and beyond, and helping you work a whole lot less hours so you can actually enjoy that money. But it requires having mentors. It requires getting help. But ultimately, the choice is yours. You can build it the harder way. You can take longer to build it. You can you know, put it together on your own, or you can spend the money and you can get the mentors. It ultimately is up to you. I've done both, so I can't say either way. I can just say that having mentors definitely helps, definitely makes it easier, and it definitely makes it better. But there's absolutely nothing wrong if you want to do it the hard way. It's just going to take you time. So just know that if you're going to do it the hard way, if you're going to do it on your own, it might take you you know, two, three, four, five years or more to build yourself to that six figures and beyond. Having a mentor, you may get there in six months, a year, year and a half, two years. Of course, there's no guarantees in every person's business and their circumstances unique, but just know that mentorship is guaranteed to help you move you through things faster. So that's it for today's episode. Today, we're talking all about why that first six figures is hardest. And again, it's all about those limiting beliefs and it's all about the strategy. And when you work on those two things and you focus all your energy on those two things, you're going to get to that six figures and beyond. You're going to get there easier. You're going to get there quicker and you're going to enjoy the ride so much more. If you're loving the podcast so far, I would love to ask you to take a moment and leave a rating or review on Apple or Spotify. This just helps people find us and see us and gets more amazing women just like you into the podcast so that they can hear this advice, so that they can get the help, and so that they can hit six figures and beyond in their business. I would greatly appreciate it. And right now, to help launch the podcast, we're doing an amazing giveaway. So if you do a rating and review on Apple or Spotify, just take a screenshot and send it to me over on Instagram and you're going to be entered to win some amazing prizes, including some one-on-one time with me, access to some of my amazing programs, and even some of my favorite books. So if you want to enter to win, leave the review, take the picture, send it over to me on Instagram. All the information is in the show notes. I can't wait to get you entered. I hope you win. And I can't wait to see you back here again next week. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. It helps other amazing women just like you find the podcast. And I would be so grateful. 